Welcome to Momentum, encouraging women who follow Jesus because your leadership and influence matter. Hey, this is Lauren Carreras, and we're here today with Denise Harlow talking about the temptation to image build in ministry. Um, so Denise, what do you mean by that? Well, I think we should clarify to our new listeners, because we do have some new listeners, that you are my daughter. Oh, she wants me to call her mom more. Okay, sorry, mama. What? Um, <laughs> what? Mother. This is my middle daughter of three of daughters. <laughs> mother, mother, dearest. Temptation to image build is is a really it's a really good topic because we're all pretty tempted to do it, but it's there's there's a weird pressure and and stigma of being in the church too, where like people want to look up to you and then sometimes feel like they need to, and then you feel like you need to perform. And so what? <laughs> you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. And, and you're, it can be sad. Yeah, and and I think everyone probably looks up to their church leaders. Everyone does, um, but some people more so than others and I think culturally like people in our area and in yours who are Catholic um, have Catholic backgrounds the whole idea of like the respect level for priests and everything like that kind of translates yeah. into like your it's whole almost different... gets to an unhealthy place where you they're you're, you're not so me, spiritually you're... above yeah, yeah yeah and so they kind of take that into your our church context, which is different, and it can feel like, like, well, you're the other, like, you're working in a church, like, you are super spiritual and whatever, and so it's weird when people put that image on you, um, and then the temptation to then, what do we, what do we do with it? Do we build on that and lean into it, sure. or do we push it away and make sure, you know, that it's really about Jesus? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you put it like that, oh, you know, it's really one or the other. It's Jesus or not. So, <laughs> I guess. Yep. That's that's a good comparison. Um. So, well, what we're talking about, you know, is is that temptation to to look like we're more spiritual than we are, or we have it all together. Um, maybe appear more friendly or nicer than we are. Um, it's, it's, or even that we have all the answers, you know, we really know the Bible and we have all the answers mm -hmm. and all that. So, uh, it's, it's a good thing to talk about. Yeah. We're talking about letting some of that influence and positional influence that you've been given get, get to your head. Um, we're, we're not talking about aspiring to more. We're not talking about building your career or your education or trying to improve yourself or trying to take care of yourself. Right. Um, that stuff is healthy. Yeah. It's just a that's good thing to do. image building. That's just growth and that's good. <laughs> yes. Growth and goals for yourself. But I guess it would be the motive yeah, that you're kind of looking at here, um, your attitude, your actions, um, that kind of thing. Uh, so some examples that we might image build, and of course these are hypothetical. I I would never done any of no, these. No, <laughs> no, mother dearest. <laughs> no, no. Um, well, 
some of them might be, you know, praying very spiritually wordy. I wish you all could see her body movement as she's moving back and forth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, and I, I actually have probably seen some of that when I was younger. We always had uh, elders pray up front on both sides of the table, mm-hmm. and they had these gigantic thrones that they sat on, and oh my. and and these very very spiritual prayers and long, you know, long is more spiritual, right? Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> um, but but then you're actually not praying to God if you're thinking about how you sound, right? So, um, or here's another one that is easy to do. Oh, we just happen to mention that in our quiet times, the Lord told us, <laughs> Which, blah, 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 blah. It's okay to, 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 do, to do that, and that's... Actually, that's funny. I think in my setting, it would almost be like it wouldn't be image building. In my setting with so many unchurched people, it would be like, you do what? <laughs> um, but well, yeah. again, it's the motive. It's the motive. It's the motive. Exactly. But yeah. yeah, kind of talking about those times that are supposed to be, you know, in a closet with the door closed just between you and the Lord. Yeah. And, and needing to talk about those all the time. Needing to make sure people know. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another way that uh, we can, in the church, can image build is where we uh, volunteer uh, just how much we volunteer, mm-hmm. and, and we use it as a bragging point or something. Oh, my goodness. I've seen this done so well. People who give so much of their time and don't need any affirmation for it, and then I've seen the opposite. I've seen it's become the idol of... I do so much everyone needs to know or the reason I'm doing so much is so that I feel important. So I need constant recognition of it. Yeah, Mm. definitely. It's, it's a, yeah. yeah. When you're, when you find yourself talking about that a lot. Yeah. There's definitely maybe need to. Now here is a tricky one because it can slip up on you and all of a sudden you realized what you've done. Uh, You might be worshiping, singing church, and then Singing, all the church <laughs> at, at church and at you church. all of a sudden um maybe raise your hands and maybe you're feeling very spiritually but are you very spiritual but are you doing it for lifting your hands to god or are you lifting your hands so that you look more spiritual when you sing i i hope none of us are guilty of that i'm sure we're I'm sure we're not. Yeah, it's funny because it's so it's so strange to worship. Like it's so great to worship with your congregation and with the people who you're serving. And um, but as a pastor's kid, even I remember one season when I was really depressed and I would want to sit by my family at church, um, but I didn't want to because they were like in this, you know mom had to be accessible and dad had to be accessible so they're sitting on the second row and during worship I just you know was like really struggling and wanting to just kind of cry and wrestle with God and and I just didn't feel the freedom to do that because people just are looking 
at you. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, as a pastor's kid, I, it was like so obvious to me that people were just looking at me. And, and so then the opposite feels weird as well. Like, am I really going to l- let go and worship or is this, because I am highly aware of the people around me looking at me. And I think for people who work there and even in bigger church settings, it's just people don't get as much access to you. And so when they can, they are looking at you and seeing what you're doing. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, the worship experience itself can become a strange, sh- not a show, but a, a strange thing where you're, you're, you're yeah. very aware that you're doing it in front of yep. people as well as yeah. with them. Well, here's the weird thing about it. Um, I, I had to sit up front for a while because I, was in charge ran, of worship and I show. had to yeah. communicate. Yeah. yeah. But then even afterwards, when I wasn't, if I sat in the back or back away, I noticed people watching me more oh. and I hated that. So yeah. actually I, then I started sitting up front again so I could not see people looking at me and I could just focus yeah. on God. Yeah. So there's a catch 22 there, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, oh, that's um, great. That's great. It's, it's it's, it the whole thing is it it's this is a weird world it's hard to manage your own it's it's it shouldn't be because you should just be worshiping along with people but the fact that you lead them means that they look up to you means that they're watching you (laughs) yeah well um when i led the worship ministry people who actually sang and played on stage one of my um challenges to them was you know especially when you have four services, it's really hard by the fourth service to keep your (laughs) mind and your heart engaged with the words. But it it was still important. But I always challenged them to make sure that they were serving somewhere in private Mm -hmm. and secret that nobody could see because Mm -hmm. the temptation becomes, oh, because I'm getting acclimated accolades I can't even say the word mm-hmm. today yeah. but um and and I didn't want them to lose their heart mm. and be doing it for the wrong reasons so if you're doing it for the right reasons you'll do it in front of a million people or you'll do it just you in in serving taking one meal to one elderly person so I I uh, really gave them that challenge because it is about the heart as we were talking mm-hmm. um and honestly when we were first married poor young gal that I was <laughs> so young so young um we were in youth ministry in a church and it wasn't a huge church but it wasn't a tiny church either and Tim and I got married and we I've shared before we've really had some rough times and struggles and I just didn't know who to go to for help I was so mm. far from my family um I just didn't know who to go to. And then I felt like, yeah. And then I felt like we weren't supposed to have problems since we were on staff. And so when Mm -hmm. we were around people from church, you know, I just pretended our marriage was good in front of people. And then when we moved to, eventually we, we got some extra help um, along the way. But that first stage, if we could have had, you know, felt safe to be ourselves Mm -hmm. and to not live up to spiritual, you know, giant expectations. I think I would have done 
so much better. So mm-hmm. that, that honestly was the time. Yeah, I feel like, you know, Satan can really twist that in your mind. There, there is a need to be responsible, right, with what you've been given. And so you're not showing everything to everyone all the time. And you are managing your emotions and you're managing your your own issues for the sake of others who need you and giving them time to need. But then you really need a place too and to feel like you have to then be walking around to the point of feeling like you're just faking it is really like satan twisting your what you should be doing and into making you lonely and hiding when you realize that you're hiding things that's when that's when it's gone too far i know it's been it was it was a really interesting season when tommy and i first were married and uh, our second year of marriage, we moved to Ventura and started working at a church. And um, the staff were such a safe group of people. It was such a healthy culture where you could just be yourself and talk about what you were struggling with. And um, I just really, really, really appreciated that because when yes. then we really started struggling they were the first people we went to and it could have easily been the opposite. And so if you're a part of creating a staff culture and you're not talking about problems that real things to your staff, please be the vulnerable one who does to continue that. I don't know where we would be right now if they weren't the safe people that we needed. Right. And, and the senior pastor and wife, they, they actually set the climate and the tone for that safety yeah. a lot of times are the lead pastors. And, and so, uh, I hope you will do that. Um, along that same line though, of Im- image building, <laughs> I had a friend who was so conscious of not being about that. It was hilarious. I was at her house one time for dinner and she came over to me and she goes, I am so sorry. She said, I meant to take the pictures down of the kids we sponsor because I didn't want anybody to think we're bragging about that we sponsor kids. <laughs> and she goes, but we leave them up there, so we'll pray for them. But I'm, I hate that. I didn't want anybody. Oh. I meant to take those down. I mean, it was really, really cute It was very genuine funny. for her. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, you know, um, and God convicts you. Like, he will help show you what that is. Um it's been a really humbling season for me as I stepped down from my job to be at home. Um, and being a stay at home mom in my head was always the cultural expectation. I don't know something about it. I just wanted to rebel against a little bit because that's my personality, not because I didn't respect it. Um, and because I was in such a unique situation where my parents helped me get through a great college and you know so I I I don't know I struggled as I knew God was asking me to step down from my job um, because I felt like well I should be doing more I'm capable of more Um, and I actually quickly realized that I just wanted other people to think I was capable of more and what I was really doing was running my family into a hole because I couldn't handle all of it in a way that I wanted to. And I couldn't be the kind of mom to the toddler that I wanted to be or needed to be. Um, and, and so it, it was so evident as God was pulling that 
opportunity away from me after, you know, giving me great four years of allowing me to build this program that he was like, you are reliant on this as part of your identity. And it's time to practice from behind the scenes. It's time to love me behind the scenes. It's my turn to just be okay with changing a lot of poopies and singing some songs about (laughs) Jesus and volunteering Mm. on a Sunday, just one service and then going home. And I need to be okay with that because that's what he's asking me to right now. But yeah, it's, I didn't even realize how much of me was tied into having an important position, you know, what was important in my mind um, and wrestling with that. that Absolutely. And, and honestly, I think, um, stay at home moms, that's a legitimate (laughs) thing to want people to know. I still have skills, even though I've chosen to step back. I I still have skills. I know. know, It's so, and it, for who really needs to know that, you know, I mean, (laughs) I, that's a definite need for respect and image. It's, it it is image management. That's what it turned into. I want to be the woman who can do it all and do it all well. And I want you to see me succeeding. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's just our, our, natural human nature, I believe. But, uh, you know, with social media and stuff out there and that people don't usually post bad things or sometimes they will prayer requests, which I love if they're going through a rough time. But some people Mm -hmm. can use it as image building. Um, You know, look how our life is together. And and, um, definitely, especially because what, you know, you can share things and allow others to experience joy for what you know you or your family is getting to experience and that's okay um but yeah there is a lot that you're sharing if you're sharing it for the sake of strangers or people you hardly know to see then why do you need them to see that (laughs) what do you need them to see what's going on in your heart that's a good question to ask could god fulfill something inside of you that you're looking for the approval of others to fulfill yeah or the accolades um i i want to say this image building has been around forever and it was around in jesus time i mean the pharisees um constantly were had all these rules because they were would follow them and made sure everybody knew it because they were about the accolades of men and power and mm-hmm. and so I just wanted to read Luke 18 9 through 14 for you awesome. all and let you just listen to this this is a parable actually but you can hear the attitudes and and it's just good to listen to this and know that this was going on even in Jesus' time. So it says, To some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everyone else, Jesus told this parable. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like other people robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. Wow, that's that's a lot. Twice a week. And give a tenth (laughs) of all I get. And literally, of all they get. 
But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. And I think we got to really watch out when we're image building because we are trying to exalt ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we need to have humble attitudes. And so I, I think we should just discuss a little bit and think about why. Mm. Why we want to build our images up and exalt ourselves. What, I mean, why would we want to do that? Right. What, what, are, what are the insecurities that are driving that need? What is that internal need that we don't think that... God has made us enough or that maybe do you not think that God sees what you do and um, I don't know what do you think well yeah I, I think definitely one is that we don't think we're good enough many times um, and also many times especially pastors wives as I alluded to earlier with our marriage we try to live up to or appear to live up to others expectations mm -hmm. of us some of those forced um, expectations it feels yeah. like well I should be this that's what they're expecting of me so I will give them that yeah and some some may be real but some might be perceived mm. so uh, you may have to step back and really evaluate that and realize mm, not not good enough reason mm -hmm. Another reason we might try to build our images is just downright pride. We just desire others to think more highly of us. Oh, yeah, definitely. Sadly, very common. I think that's why God mentions it several times, mentions mm -hmm. pride in the Bible. So uh, we really have to battle temptation. And so I was trying to brainstorm, and I'd love to you to throw in any thoughts as well, how to battle that. Uh, one is just confess it. Mm. Definitely be honest with yourself mm -hmm. and with God. You know, if you get home from church and you realized you didn't actually worship, but you did all the actions right. Wow. That's, that's not true worship. Mm -hmm. Our hearts weren't in it and confess it to God. I, I sometimes ask God to open my eyes to things that maybe I'm just gotten oblivious to. Maybe I've done them so long. Mm -hmm. I, I'm oblivious. Mm -hmm. um, so I, we could stop and ask God to our, open our eyes when we are trying to image build instead of just being authentic before him. Yeah. I think, um, and you, you've mentioned this before, but a, a real way to help yourself help let to let God lead you is to ask, you know, who he would have you reach out to. And, um, but think in terms of someone who can't do something for you and who, who can't give you anything back and who maybe will never even acknowledge what you've done, you know? Um, yes. Someone, someone who perhaps needs you and yeah. Yeah. Just, being obedient in that way just to, to serve out of your love for Jesus and that's it there's there's no there's nothing no else. audience no audience mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I think I personally think 
hanging out with kids is one of the best ways to do this. Um, they have a high, this is what we on staff call a BS meter. <laughs> <laughs> That's no good. tolerance for being fake. Kids have a high BS meter and that they will true. say things so straightforwardly and it's just great. And I feel like having worship experiences with kids where you're dancing around and you're just being a fool is so good for your heart. And that's where Jesus is. So if you're, if you're really feeling like, man, this is hitting home and God, you're trying to tell me something like maybe go in a kid's classroom next weekend and get on the floor and don't be important to anyone else besides a little person. And mm-hmm. um, I, that is just, I'm, and maybe that's just God's way of keeping my own heart humble and, but that's great. Mm-hmm. That is great. Um, I, I understand that sometimes a job needs done or it's the right thing to do, you know, when, when you're at church and you need to talk to somebody, but you, you just don't do it, don't want to do it. I think it's about your motives. God, you know, saying a prayer, God, help me, help me talk to this person that totally drains me. Um, in a loving way, because I want to be like Jesus. I don't want to be fake and try to be build my build my image, but just help me out here, God. Um, I think just being honest with Him in those times that it is a little harder to carry through with uh, sincere Christianity. Uh, mm-hmm. I think surrounding yourself by people who are better at this than you is key. It's so mm-hmm. amazing to me when I spend time with two of the ladies on staff who are volunteer staff and give so much of their time and energy and their excellence and people have no idea they don't get paid and people have no idea what they do and they have children and they've raised they're raising them it's just crazy and it it just keeps keeps me in such great perspective whenever I'm with them yeah, that is good. That is good. When you look at somebody else who is, whether they lived it and they're, they're just senior, humble, who are humble, uh-huh, yeah. or they're living it right then. Yeah, that's great. Now, as a leader, I think one of the temptations, if you are like on staff at your church, one temptation some people have uh, to image build is they want to look like they have all the answers and really lead their team strongly because they're supposed to. But honestly, I think one of the best ways you can lead a team is by saying, I don't know, or I messed that up, or I want to hear your ideas because mine stink right now for this. And allowing others on your team to to be exalted and lifted up by you. And uh, I think that is one of the best kind of leaders that you mm. can have. Yes. If you can acknowledge others and give credit constantly away, I, it's so honoring to others. But it, yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's good to remind yourself. <laughs> yep. I love Beth Moore's, um, I got this quote from her Daniel study, and it says, God isn't looking for perfection. He is looking for purity of heart, our authentic desire to do his will and give him glory. And I think if we just keep going back to the heart issue and why 
we think we have to do this or that. That is so key in battling pride. Um, yeah, a great, great verse is Proverbs 11 too. When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Um, first Peter 5, 5, all of you clothe yourselves with humility towards one another because God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Yes. Uh, just remember that, uh, every, every day, every time you go to church, every time you go to serve, whatever it is in your churches, keep humility is the center of your heart and your life. Um, we're so, we're so proud of what you all do. Um, I know sometimes you may not be struggling with image management. You may be struggling with um, lack of praise or <laughs> lack of acknowledgement. And mm, we know that you all out there working so hard to do the best you can do. So keep your heart in check. Don't let don't let Satan get in there and twist around yeah. your amazing intentions to love Jesus. Yeah, because God sees um, it. He sees it. He sees it. And we are rooting for you. Um and uh, yeah, just keep, keep keep in touch. Let us know how you're doing with this. We'd love to hear more um, as we as a community continue to encourage each other to not image build, um, but be real. Thank you, Mama, darling. <laughs> uh, thanks everyone out there for tuning into Momentum. For more information and encouragement, check out Momentum.net or DeniseHarlow.com or follow Denise Harlow on Instagram or Facebook. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.